You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 162. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, yum moms. This is a very special episode because I have my client, Kimberly, here. And we're going to talk about all things weight loss drugs, specifically semaglutide name brands are called Ozempic and Wegovy. You probably heard a lot about them. They're all over the socials, all over the internet. My husband is sending me article after article. So Kimberly and I are going to talk through this because she has had direct experience. So Kimberly, welcome to the Yummy Mummy podcast. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Where do you live? What do you do? Like, give us some fun facts. Introduce yourself to us. Hi, Laura. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I've been looking forward to joining you on a podcast. Um, I am a Yamam alum. I um, did your, what was I last July? I did your, I call it a program. Is that the right thing to yeah. say? I, mean, I did your pro- program. It's a program. It's an experience, Kimberly. I, I experienced the yummy mummy. Um, and it was so fun. And why I'm joining you today, I'm obviously here to talk about some of those drugs, specifically semaglutide, which I took kind of in the middle of the program. So I started off with you. I had like a good three months. And then after three months, I started taking semaglutide and doing yummy mummy alongside it. And so I'm just here to share my experience. Such a treat. So let's first, just for the audience, talk about like what semaglutide is. In case you guys are not familiar, semaglutide was originally introduced to the medical community to treat type 2 diabetes. And now it's being used as a weight loss drug. It is, if you care about the science, it's known as a glucagon, glucagon like peptide 1 receptor agonist or GLP 1 RAs. I don't know what that means, but it apparently mimics the GLP 1 hormone released in the gut in response to eating. So it can help with your hunger hormones. It can help to make you feel fuller earlier and make you feel not as hungry. So there's a lot of buzz. And I think, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I think a lot of women, I know this would have been me six, seven, eight years ago. I would have wanted to try this for sure thinking, oh, this is it. This is the magic pill that I have been waiting for. Thank God. So Kimberly, can you just talk about this? Is this the magic pill? Did we finally find the magic pill? Tell us. So I definitely would not categorize it as the magic pill. Um, I think there's a lot of benefits to semaglutide. And I think that it's right for some people. It can really aid in obviously dropping the weight, which is why people are so attracted to it. But there are, of course, side effects that come along with that. It works differently for different people. And the main experience that I wanted to share today was how it is not just this one and done thing. You really need to pair it with a healthy lifestyle, healthy eating. And in the Yummy Mummy, we do learn that. We learn how to really tackle our dieting brain. And instead of just putting a Band-Aid over, you know, what we think is like an easy weight loss solution. When you first like 
thought about taking it where you're like, oh, maybe this is a magic pill? I think it's definitely marketed as a magic pill. And when you hear about it, I definitely was swayed to try it through word of mouth and just hearing other people's stories and those testimonials of people being like, oh, I shed 60 pounds so fast and my brother did this and my cousin lost this. And it just seems like a magic pill for sure. But there is a reality to it. Like you need to pair it with a healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, healthy mentality. And if you go into it, just expecting the pill to do wonders for you, you might lose that weight, you know, in a short amount of time. But then if you get off semaglutide, you're 10 times hungrier than you were before. Cause I experienced that. I've also gotten off of it. So, you know, it might feel like it's balancing your hunger hormones in the, the moment, but when you slowly start to get off of it, it's, it's, you're going to gain the weight back and you can even look up the research on it. It says like 78% of people or something, some very high number will gain most of the weight back. So it's a great option for somebody who you know, wants to try it out. It has like a lot of weight to lose, maybe is pre-diabetic or diabetic and needs that extra push. But I would definitely not suggest anyone just take it by itself without having like the aid of healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, and like learning how to change your lifestyle so that when you do come off of it, you're not just black and white. Yeah. Yeah. So you basically have to be on it forever if you want to keep you, if you want to have the results continue, right? Like that's what, yeah, I've heard or, that's what I've researched is that it comes back if you come off the medicine. And that seems, I mean, no judgment, but it seems like financially just really expensive to be on it for forever and to also rely on it forever because there are so many side effects. So right, I know you were just going to say something. So say that and then tell us a little bit about what your side effects were. Yeah, I was just going to say, I do think it's probably possible to come off of it and keep the weight off, but I just don't think it's possible if you haven't changed your lifestyle and you haven't changed your eating habits and totally. So like kind of what we're saying, I feel like we're kind of in agreement. We were talking before we hit record. I feel like we're in agreement. Like semaglutide could be an amazing drug for you and it can definitely help you if it's paired with not a commercial, but a commercial. (laughs) The Yummy Mummy experience or what we learn inside the Yummy Mummy experience, which is the mindset, the emotional intelligence, the accountability, really rewiring your brain and using neuroplasticity to change your brain so that you can continue the habits once you come off, if you decide to come off, because otherwise it's just another ally or just another hydroxy cut or just another like fill in the blank short-term solution. Right. Okay. So tell me about why you came off of it. So when I did start taking it, it worked really well for me in the beginning. Um, it really makes you not hungry. So you can go buy a whole day and have a yogurt and you'd be fine. But, <laughs> you know, you start to build tolerance. So as you go, you increase your dosage. Um, and as I increased my dosage, I was just having some bad side effects, not just nausea, but like I'm pretty sure like I ended up getting a kidney stone from it. It can be really hard on your liver and your pancreas. Not for everyone, but there are just people that react differently to it. The nausea can be pretty intense and that's usually the biggest complaint. I've heard that from a lot of people. So when the doctor prescribes you semaglutide, they'll often prescribe you Zofran or some kind of nausea medication as well. 
nobody wants to be nauseous. Um, is it tolerable for a little while? Yes. So if it's something that you're really wanting to get on and you need it and you're willing to deal with those side effects, then great. But that was just really my experience. So I started with you in July and then three months later, I started semaglutide, but I did three months of semaglutide. And in that time, I saw more weight loss before I started semaglutide while just doing the yummy mummy than I did on the drug. And I was feeling terrible all the time. (laughs) And I'm like, why am I doing this when I know like I have the tools and the resources? And again, not a commercial, but totally just like my personal experience and belief. I just felt like it wasn't aiding in my progression. And I just did better with like the natural tools Mm. that you gave me and working with my body naturally to shed the pounds because it really is a mentality thing, right? Um, I think so. I mean, that was my missing piece. That's the one big missing piece. We aren't actually solving the problem that we think we have. (laughs) Like we're trying to use keto to solve our weight problem or our body image problem or our relationship with food problem. But keto isn't the answer. The answer is mindset change. That's the answer. And the problem is our brains are diet brains. The weight gain or the extra pounds on our bodies, that's just the symptom of a diet brain. And what we keep trying to do is we keep trying to treat these symptoms instead of treating the root. And the root is that we have a diet brain, but we're it's not our fault that we have this diet brain. It's our culture. It's like the air we breathe. You can't grow up in this culture and this society and not have a diet brain. No one gets out alive. Like we all have it. Well, and you talk about this a lot in the Yummy Mommy, but I think just the appeal of having it work fast and shedding pounds fast. It's like one of those things that's part of the diet culture. Like it's just not a healthy way to lose weight. And we talk about that a lot in the Yummy Mummy about letting it be slow and taking your time and letting it fall off. And there's like an old quote, it took me this long to gain the weight. It's going to take you this long to get it off. But I feel like it's just true. And there's never going to be a quick fix. And if it is, it's probably not the healthy way to do it for your body and it will come back. And then what? You have to start all of this over again. Yeah. So it is the fastest way. That's what I always say. She's like, I know you always say it. The fastest way to lose weight is to let it be slow. Slow is in quotes though, because it's not slow because it's permanent. And it's like, yeah, some of us, it took us 20 years to gain this weight, 30 years, 40 years, whatever. And if it takes a year, it takes two years, it takes six months. So what? That's a blip on the radar. It really isn't actually that long, but our diet brains think it's like freaking an an eternity, right? So you either do it and you pair it with the mindset shifting, you pair it with the yummy mummy experience, or you don't do it. There's nothing wrong or bad. Like, I don't think there should be any shame in taking it. Like, I think that there is a whole kind of counterculture out there that's like shaming people for taking it. And I definitely don't want to be a part of that because I think it can be useful for a lot of my clients and just a lot of humans in the world. But let's not label it as a magic pill and let's definitely pair it with the work that we do inside the Yummy Mummy because we honestly heal at the root. We get to the root cause and semaglutide is not addressing the root cause. And what the the other thing that you brought up that I wanted to mention too, is the work that we do on our hunger hormones inside the yummy mummy experience 
will actually balance your hunger hormone so that you feel truly hungry when you're actually hungry and you feel full when you're full. It's just that because most of us are eating an American diet, our hunger hormones are whacked and you really can heal them naturally. Do you have to do it without semaglutide? No, but can you? I really want to empower people to be like, yeah, you can. And you might want to do it this way. So yeah, I definitely experienced that just in those first three months when I was just doing yummy mommy. That was like the first thing I noticed in your program is just how much better I felt when I started intermittent fasting. Once my hormone levels were balance. Like I wasn't hungry all the time. I wasn't having cravings. I was able to just like eat what I knew and fulfill my body and like help me be healthy. And I do think like with semaglutide, if you're not doing that, it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm not hungry, but like I'll have a piece of this cake or I'll have a brownie and you pick what you call, (laughs) you call pick, you'll pick. And then it's like, you really aren't eating that many calories. So you're going to see weight loss, but then you're still, once that semaglutide wears off, you're still going to start seeing that hormone imbalance come back. And then it's just going to lead to cravings. So then you just keep putting the bandaid of the medicine over each week. And then, so again, just going back to that whole mentality piece, like it's just so important, you know, and I'm not trying to dissuade people from taking the medicine either, because I do think it will be beneficial for some, but just really knowing like, how to care for your body during that and like eat and balance your hormones. Like you said, I think that's really important. Yeah. If I think back to my past self, I don't know if I'd even believe me in saying what I'm about to say, but I am truly, and my clients have said this and I'm curious about what your thoughts are, Kimberly, but I am so glad there wasn't a magic pill because the healing and the transformation that I've experienced because I healed this at the root ripples into every other area of my life, every other area. I'm so glad there was never a magic pill because I never would have gotten to really, I mean, this is going to sound so cheesy, but like really love myself unconditionally. I never would have gotten to really trust myself. I never would have been able to really truly have my own back. Like now I really believe I can do anything in the world that I set my mind to because I know I'll follow through. This was the one thing that I thought I was just always going to struggle with. I had accepted defeat at one point and I was like, you know what? This is just going to be my struggle. I'm just always going to yo-yo. This is, that's it oh, well, this isn't so bad. Other people have way worse problems. Just accept it, Laura. Don't be so greedy. And I'm so glad I didn't because now I get to pass this gift down to my daughter. And I even remember like when I really lost weight for the last time, I was like, oh shit. If I can do that, I I can do anything in the world. So I'm so grateful to like the gods or the heavens or the universe or whoever that gave me this truly, I truly see it as an opportunity now. Yeah, so. I totally agree with that. I I think, you know, the yummy mommy, people are attracted for weight loss, but they don't realize that they're going to get so much more in that. And that is just all the things that you just outlined. You're going to learn to love yourself. It all overflows into other sections of your life, how you can deal with problems and how you aren't going to, you know, use food or eating as an emotional crutch to solve your problems. And a lot of people don't think about that. They just think about losing the weight, but it's like so much deeper and you walk away having a better mental 
outline for how to deal with things. Um, we can just deal with everything a lot better. And to your point, I, I think that if you take a magic pill, like if there is a magic pill, like say you do semi-glutide without the mindset work and you were eating because you were bored or you were eating because you were stressed or be you were eating because you needed comfort or you were eating because you wanted a reward, you're just going to transfer that to something else. You're going to start shopping. You're going to start drinking. You're going to start fill in the blank because you're not healing it at the root. So yeah. That's another good point, Laura, that I did not touch on, but that's the other thing with semaglutide. How many of us eat when we're not hungry? And that's why we're overweight. Like semaglutide makes you not hungry. It doesn't make you not bored. So now you have this medicine where you feel full and then you're like snacking or whatever. You're going to just be twice as sick and then you're going to be more nauseous. And so many people have this nausea symptom, but it's like, you know, you might be eating less because you're not hungry, but it doesn't take away that boredom eating or the picking. So also if you like overindulge when you're on it, like overeat at your meal when you finally do, which a lot of us do that as well, right? And we're not trained to not, you end up getting sick. So all of this stuff will make you sick. And so if you're not coming at it from the right way and you like haven't really tackled those challenges with eating, the emotional eating pieces, then it's not going to be beneficial. You still might lose weight, but you're not going to feel good the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I would encourage you guys, whoever's listening and you may be tempted and I don't want you to feel shame. Like if anyone feels shame for feeling tempted or really wanting to take it, don't like that is so normal to want the magic pill. We have human brains that just want the quick fix, but I just want to encourage you to try something different, to try something new, to try the thing you never tried before. You already tried semaglutide. You did. It was just called something else. It really was. And again, if you need it, yes, do it as long as you pair it with, <laughs> with the other. That's my stance on it. Okay. What else, Kimberly? Anything else that you feel like the people need to know? What would you tell somebody who <laughs> you're like, I'm either going to do semaglutide or I'm going to do the yummy mummy experience. I only have money for one or the other. What would your advice to them be? I mean, that's easy and I'm not trying to just like promo Laura here, but I just truly believe the yummy mommy just got me so much further along. I had lost 14 pounds in three months before I started semaglutide and then I lost six in the same amount of time. And I just, I felt better in yummy mommy. I learned things that I will take with me the rest of my life. Like I know that I know how to approach meal times and approach my weekly planning and my thought process. So you just learn so much more and you walk away with something instead of, you know, you could take some of glutide and it might work faster again. Like it's a quicker fix, but you're not investing in your future. You're investing in the now, I think. Yeah. And I think that's such a good point too, because I think with the yummy mummy and you can tell me what your thoughts are, but at the end of the yummy mummy, there's like confidence that y'all have, we all have, because you have the tools that no one can ever take away from you. It's like semaglutide, like that can be taken away from you, or you can have to come off of it because of your, your symptoms, but there's no side effects to the yummy mummy. Like you were saying at the beginning. Well, they're, they're only good side effects. I only think. good side effects, right? <laughs> okay, so Contagious t- happiness. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay. So tell us some of the side effects that you've experienced or some of like the unexpected benefits that you've experienced through the yummy mummy experience. I mean, 
I love that I walked away with like this new little family because that's something I didn't really expect. There's such a camaraderie and like you get to know the women in your group and you just feel supported. And my group, we really kept in touch and we still check in with each other. So you have this like group of women that you can always talk to about these things that you thought nobody else. I mean, you know, everybody else is experiencing, but it's like taboo to talk about dieting. And then when you do talk about dieting, like before the yummy mommy, it was like, you talk about dieting with your diet brain. So you just like, oh, I'm going to eat this. Oh, don't eat that. Do this calorie counting this way. Like you're giving each other tips on how to diet. But now I have this group of women where I can talk about how to like healthily feed my soul and my body and why I'm feeling bad. And then they like uplift me with positivity because like the biggest thing you've taught me is we don't come here to be perfect. We come here to get back on track and just like be successful. So it's like a work in progress, probably the rest of your life. I don't know. You get better each day, but I still beat myself up when I eat off protocol or I still catch myself saying like I ate something bad and I'm really trying to not associate bad and good. I'm trying to love myself, know that like if I did eat something that I wasn't planning on eating on my protocol, then I just start fresh. And the sooner I start fresh, the more success I'll have. And so I just surprisingly didn't know how much I needed to like love myself through it instead of just punishing yourself. Yeah. Punishing yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we already tried that, right? Like how many times have we tried the magic pill and how many times have we tried like beating ourselves up or shaming ourselves or punishing ourselves into a thin body? Like we already tried it. It just doesn't work. The only way is self-love. And then you have that, which is like loving yourself. And I'm like, you have one precious life here in this body. Like your body is just asking you to love it and it's totally available. And people cringe when I'm like, yeah, we're going to learn self-love and body love inside the yummy mummy. And they're like, oh, I don't want to learn that. I just want to be skinny. Who cares? And it's like, that's going to be your favorite thing when you walk away. It was my favorite thing. And I think the funny thing is, is if any, like when I looked at it as coaching, like I expected you to kind of be like a boot camp. I thought I was going to get tough love and (laughs) No, didn't you show up one time to the call and be like, can you, you or someone else from your group was like, can you just yell at me? Like, I just feel like I need a proper beating. And I'm like, oh, no. I love it. See, I'm like so insecure and like in my way that I can be like self-deprecating. So for me, it's like easier to make fun of myself and all this stuff. And then, you know, I have like a lot of shame and guilt. And so like, I would come in and I'd be like, well, aren't you mad, Laura? Like I fucked up again. And you're like, I'm not here to be mad at you. I'm not here. Like no one's, you don't need to be mad at yourself. Like just look at it for what it is and make a different decision the next time. Like, I'm like, yeah, you would be like, really? You would be so surprised every time I just loved you. (laughs) Because that's how we're trained to like always like come at it with guilt and shame for like not being perfect. And we're never going to be perfect. And that's just the best thing that I learned. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so then many of us have that like perfectionist tendency and the people pleasing tendency. And I swear to God, we're walking around with extra weight because we're people pleasing eating or because we're trying to be perfect and then we're not perfect. So then we're throwing in the towel and then we're eating all the things and then we're over restricting because we just ate all the things and then the cycle just continues on and on and on and on. 
And the interruption to that is radical self-love. I love it. Talking it should be yourself. a sweatshirt. <laughs> what would it say? Radical self-love. Okay, so let's say there are yummy mummies that are on the fence. They're not considering semaglutide, but they're like, I really want to do this in January, but I just don't believe I can do it because I've tried so many things and all those things fail. Or just, I don't know if I can do it because it's a lot of money. Like what would you tell somebody who was feeling like they were on the fence? Well, I feel like I was on the fence when I first got into the yummy mummy. Like, I feel like I had the confidence of, I really wanted this, but I lacked the, can I do this? Mm. And so it made me think like, do I want to make this huge commitment? You know, what if I fail? But I feel like that's everybody's mindset. And you always said at the beginning, borrow my belief in you. And I loved that because I really did. Like I had to do that at times. Like you believed in me and you knew it was possible. And the women in my group believed in me and they knew it was possible. And we just kind of all fed off each other's positivity and helped each other. And I honestly, I can't tell you, I don't know the last time I lost like a good amount of weight before the yummy mummy. And I lost 20 pounds in that six months. And I have not, I haven't lost 20 pounds in like, I don't know, eight years. So it was just the most results I've seen ever. And it was actually fun doing it, believe it or not. And I don't know, you just leave with this new set of friends and this new, um, I don't know, new idea about how life is and it doesn't have to be painful. And people don't even know that they have diet brain that have diet brain. I have friends that are 120, 120 pounds and eat whatever they want, but they still have diet brain about stuff. And I'm like, you could be free too. Like they might not want to lose any weight, but they could certainly free their mind from thinking about it. And yeah, well, I will get clients that just want to lose like five pounds or whatever because of the mental weight and the emotional weight. Like it takes up so much space. Like that was one of my huge reasons is I'm like, what could I create if I had all this mental and emotional space that wasn't like food chattering or, or trying to figure out what extra workout I was going to do or trying to figure out what diet or cleanse I was going to order or, or whatever. It's just, there's so much space on the other side. I love that. So, so now you talk about it with all of us though. So once we lose the weight and we have no more diet brain, what are we going to do with our lives, Laura? What are you going to do with your life? <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to coach me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do in the Yummy Mommy Masters, Kimberly. Oh. <laughs> it's true though. Like I have had so many clients that have like started their business or written their book or done the thing that they really didn't believe that they could do because they learned how to believe in themselves or like become an artist. Like they had this day job and they always had this dream that they could become a painter and then they become a painter. Like it's so cool. The list is endless. I should create a whole email about like what's been created with this extra mental and emotional space. Yeah, and it's something we don't think about. No, it's and who it's, doesn't want more time in their day. Yeah, it it is. Like people are like, "Oh, the yummy mommy experience is going to be a lot of time." I'm like, "This is less time than you're spending right now on trying to solve the problem and not actually solving it." Were you nervous about the community, or were you like, "Whatever, I like communities, I like groups, whatever"? Because I know a lot of people are scared coming in because they're like, "Oh God, I don't know. like I can't I, I can't share this with a group." Yeah. I mean, I think I was nervous. There's definitely things that 
even when I talk to my friends about it, they're like, oh, I would never do that. Weighing in every day and sharing your weight with other people and doing weekly check-ins about that. And my friends are like, you know, I don't believe in weighing yourself that much and I don't believe in whatever, which I get. But if you're in it and you talk about it and you really understand that it's just data, then it all makes sense. And if you take away the diet brain, you don't care about sharing that number. Yeah. It's just a number. It's just like people check the stock market every day. It's like, yeah, it's the same as checking the stock market every day, checking in on your investment. Yeah. That's what you're doing. And your body is like the best thing that you can invest in. Like your body, your health, your longevity, you feeling like yourself, it's the best investment you can make. So to check in on that every day is like a normal thing. It's just Again, like to your point, it's a diet brain because the diet brain makes the number mean something like mean something about who we are, like our worth. Yeah. It doesn't. It's literally just a number. And you don't have to, like, if you're considering the yummy mummy experience, you don't have to weigh in every day. You don't even have to report your weight. You will learn <laughs> that the scale is neutral and that it's really just your thoughts that are making you feel like ass. And that's why you're avoiding it. That's why you don't want to weigh yourself. But it's like if you're working towards a goal, you kind of want to see, am I getting there? A lot of people will promote weighing yourself once a week. I'm like, that's so silly to me because what if you like lost four pounds in a week or a pound or two pounds in that week and you're weighing in every Friday and on Friday you weigh 189 and then the next Friday you weigh 189 because you're getting your period that day, but really you lost two pounds that week, then you're not going to see that movement. You're not going to see that needle just moved and you're not going to get that momentum moving forward. So if the scale truly is neutral, which it is, then we don't have to be afraid of it. I think it's so silly that so many of us, and this is again, not to shame anyone because this is how, this is the air we breathe. This is their culture that we're, we're brought up to think that the scale is evil. And if the scale doesn't say a number that we like, we are bad and we are wrong and we are worthless, but it's just not true. It has nothing to do with our self-worth. It just is showing us like the gravitational pull of our like fat and our muscles and our bones and our organs. Like that's it. And we make it mean so much. And there's so much freedom when you get to take control back and you get to decide who you are and that you're already 100% worthy and valuable. The scale doesn't get to decide that. And so it's actually a really good playground to clean up your thoughts and to have your own back and to love yourself, even when the scale says whatever it says. Yeah. So I think there's such worthy work there. I think one other thing that I don't even know how to say it in like the best way, but I feel like in today's world, you either are like on a diet or if you are a curvy person or overweight, like you're forced to think like, oh, accept my curves, like embrace my body the way it is. And that's all great. But like, if you are overweight and you're feeling like that is not what you want and you don't feel your best at that weight, I really don't. I feel like there's this pressure to like, you need to embrace your body at your current weight, even if I don't feel right in my body at that time or my best, my best self. And so I do like that the yummy mummy encourages you to like dream and be the weight you want to be. And that's like your big thing. And I, I like that because for so long, I'm like, always having this pressure of like, am I not accepting, accepting of my body and like the natural curves that I should have? But I know yeah, like, what's, I, what's wrong with me for not accept. Then, then you're adding more shame on top of the initial shame. 
Yeah. Like, oh, well, and, and now why can't I accept what's wrong with me now? Because I can't accept my body. I should accept my body. The pendulum has swung way too far to the other end. You're allowed to want to lose weight, to feel yeah. good in your body. That is something that like I want to give permission to the whole world. And it doesn't mean you don't accept yourself and it doesn't mean you don't love yourself. Here I go. I'm going to get super passionate. Oh, I love that. It is actually an act of self-love to listen to the desire that is screaming inside you that is saying, we want to lose weight. We want to feel better in our bodies. That is an act of self-love to listen to that. And ignoring that voice is an act of ignoring yourself. And that is not loving. That is ignoring. And it's just like diet culture, the intuitive eating movement and body positivity movement has taken diet culture and we've gone way too far over here. I am a fan of let's love our bodies. I fucking teach it. Let's love our bodies. Let's love the way that they look. And we're allowed to want to change them because maybe we don't feel good in them. And maybe, maybe there's a reason. Yeah. And I also love that, like listening to the desire inside. And if you change your body by changing your mind, like we've talked about, the transformation is not just on your body and your health. It is in every other area of your life. And so I almost feel like this is a gift that was planted inside me, again, from the universe or whoever. It was such a, it's a gift. It's a privilege that I got to do this work. Well, and it's a privilege to be your student, Laura. So that's what the yummy mummies, the future yummy mummies should know. Like, it's just, it's such a place of love. It's such a place of acceptance. And I don't know, there's no more welcoming space to tackle something that everybody's so insecure and doesn't want to talk about. Like, there's just no better space to do it in. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I feel like it's a privilege to be your coach and to get to do this job and lead this what I consider a movement. I just think it's like, I'm like, whoa, I got so lucky. And you're just, yes, you are allowed to to want to lose weight. And it has nothing to do with you not loving yourself at all. Yeah, that should be its own other episode. We could go on and okay. on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. Kimberly's like, you should do this episode. You should do this episode. I'm like, oh, do you want to be like my content manager? Okay. <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. Any last words of wisdom, Kimberly? This was just so fun and so helpful for the young mom audience. Yes. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know. I guess just I couldn't have had a better experience and I truly have tried everything. You know, I did the hydroxy cut. I did the B12 shots and the lipo whatever pills and <laughs> the green tea pills and I've done it all. Yeah, and, the green tea pills. Um, I just want to say to people, you aren't alone. You aren't alone in your feelings. You aren't alone in emotional eating or the diet brain or any of those things. And no matter where you're at, this group is for everyone and they'll welcome you with open arms and everything you learn, I swear to you, will change the rest of your life and not just for weight loss, but it will overflow into the rest of every area of your life. So you're the it's best. It's just a happy place. You should do it. It's the best. <laughs> it's the yummy mummy, obviously. It's happy and fun. Okay. Which also sounds so crazy when it comes to weight loss because people are like, oh, it can't be fun. But that's another reason why it's permanent is because we have fun and it's not something you are trying to get out of or move away from. Kimberly, I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. It's so fun. Um, 
You guys, if you want to be a yummy mummy and 2024 is your year, go to lauraconley.com and get on the wait list. Uh, we are going to open doors in January and we're going to start January 17th. Then we're going to lose weight for the last time. It's going to be the best thing that you ever do. There's a money back guarantee. Did I tell you guys that part? Body back or money back. I know you're not actually getting your body back. You're getting your new body, like in the future body, but body back or money back. You come, you do the work. I mean, you do the fun and then you lose weight. And if you don't, get your body back. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay. Thank you, Kimberly. I love you. I love you all, young mums. I hope you have the best week ever. Ciao, ciao. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in. Pretty, pretty pleased with the cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time and body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever. 